It just occurred to me. Are you 35? I think so. Bo, are you 35? I believe I am 35. I try not to acknowledge my age. So wait a second. I'm now 34. So this is like the one month where I am really like a year younger than you guys. I'm like the baby. You're the baby of the good, bad, or bullshit uh, thing that we have. Podcast? <laughs> well, certainly the most immature. Have you met Bo? You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Good morning, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Random topics, unrehearsed conversation, quality reviews since 2013. Uh, my name is Michael Hodgins, um, and with me, as is always the case, is Mr. Bo Schwartz. It's Hello, a Bo. beautiful morning. It it's is morning. It's a beautiful day. Hello, everyone. A, it's a rare occurrence for us to podcast in the morning, but the sun is shining, and it's nice, and, and that means Crofton Steers is in a good mood. Hello, Crofton. Uh, it's morning, and I say hello to our listeners. Crofton, you're not really a morning person. No. As long as I've known you, anyways. <laughs> no, I'm I'm generally not a morning person. Um, it was something I thought would kind of wear out at the end of teenagedom, you know? Like, I thought it's kind of like, you know, slacker teenagers, they like to sleep in. I obviously would like to sleep in. Uh, but then I thought when I became an adult, that would kind of wear off. Um, it, it has not worn off yet and having a baby has just complicated things because I think my ba- my body doesn't even really know what time is morning anymore. I just know how I feel. Aw, <laughs> that sucks, man. You're not a morning person either, Bo, generally. Well, I am I am a morning person because usually... No, I'm, you're not a morning you're person. You're an extremely I'm, late night person that it becomes nocturnal. morning. But I'm also... Like, the thing is, just because someone, like, sleeps through a thing doesn't mean that they don't really love a thing, you know? And um, I've certainly been making an effort the past couple of weeks to get back on a normal routine. So I've been up in the morning dancing in the house in my boxers, doing some, some chores and, and going out for my morning coffee. And, um, you know, I feel like it'd be cool if I read a newspaper, but I don't read a newspaper, so I guess I check out the latest headlines on the Twitterverse. And uh, yeah, no, morning's a great time of day. I, uh, I, you know, I well, you're just... not fooling anybody. If we were, <laughs> if, if we were in living in some sort of world where you only got to choose daytime or nighttime, you would live at in, in during the nighttime. And that I don't take that in a derogatory way. But Bo would be like the guy going out to clubs, you know, doing. Co- blow off strippers or whatever <laughs> they do in the clubs i'm not sure but yeah. but he would, defin- he would definitely be a nocturnal guy not a, not a not a yeah it's, it's true it's out of the ordinary for you to be up early and some people just are nocturnal my roommate for sure is nocturnal she's up to like three most nights and sleeps in late and i'm i, I feel like i'm kind of a morning person um, in that I love the morning, same way as Bo, but definitely I still don't like getting up early. Like I like being awake early. Once you get through that painful period <laughs> of waking up, then it's great. You're like, oh, it's nice. The sun's just coming up. I have good energy in the morning. But that period of like dragging your carcass out of bed in the morning just never feels good. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say that I'm generally a morning person because once once that has happened, I'm probably the happiest See, I am all day. I think the thing is that waking up the best is when you have something that you're really looking forward to when you wake up in the morning. So, um, like Christmas. Like I was sleeping and then I got this text saying, hey, are we doing a podcast? And then boom, I was up because I get so excited to do the show 
that it was just like, you know, any sort of fatigue swept away and I had a filled with purpose. And so I think like if you can sort of focus and that this is way too idealistic if you work for a living and you've got to go to the same fucking four walls every day, you know, how do you find that way to be super stoked to wake up in the morning? But, you know, certainly there must be mornings when you're excited to see your little babies and well, you're like, well, oh, no, man. but I, I agree. If you're excited about something, it's easy to get up. But I mean, like, I don't really like my job. So, you know, that doesn't do anything. And and I, I am excited to see the baby, but not at like 530 when, when, he, <laughs> when, he's, when he's happy to be awake. He's like, I'm awake. Yeah. Babies don't make appointments. That's yeah, true. they just yeah they just run by their own totally whacked out clocks. So right. if you guys are looking so forward to doing the podcast because you love it so much, why don't we just run that machine? Let's start it up. All right, well, Mike, we're waiting on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you love the podcast so much, why don't you marry it? Huh? Well, how about that? Yeah. Just for your information, we're having an affair. That's but, disgusting. <laughs> That's, yeah. Um, I would call this topic on one of the lighter ones. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's uh, flip-flops. Flip-flops? <laughs> the, the, it, it is a piece of footwear. It's got to be the cheapest form of footwear you can purchase, uh, which is made out of usually a piece of some kind of foam with a kind of plastic plastic, often plastic, sometimes other material, um, strap that goes usually between your big toe and the next toe and then kind of wraps around your foot on either side. So it's like a sandal except with the, the kind of flossing your big toe and the next one and then uh, the characteristic flip-flop noise as the uh, heel part flops back up and slaps the bottom of your heel. Have I done a good job describing the flip-flop? I, I will tell you, Mike, of all our topics ever described – that perhaps is the best description given for anything. <laughs> it's the and morning. You, my brain's working well. Yeah, <laughs> mornings are awesome. Um, okay, so flip-flops. First of all, guys, do you do any of you wear flip-flops? I do, so I'll start with that. Uh, do do either of you guys ever wear flip-flops? Mike, I kind of associate with like Birkenstocks. But yeah, I'm, I cannot wear flip-flops. I've tried, um, but there's something about that part of the flip-flop that goes between it essentially just blisters my the sides of my big toe and i i just i i don't understand why people wear them really because i find them so terribly uncomfortable when you can just get a sandal that goes like over your whole foot and doesn't like tear your skin apart but maybe i just have sensitive toe skin so yeah i don't wear flip-flops Can't sensitive toe skin that was my high school cover band Ew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, just for the purpose of centering the conversation, which seems weird to ask or to, to bring up. On a Why don't you answer my question? Flip flop. I will. But um, there are sandals that like have that like between the big toe and little toe. We're, are we talking about? We're not talking about sandals. We're talking about no the... flip flops. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Stop sidetracking. Well, no, I'm not sidetracking. I'm trying to center the issue. This is very important. Um. You know, we've so got, do you wear flip flops? Um, no, and I, to me, flip flops are sort of like desperation wear. Like, you know, if you absolutely need, that. if you absolutely need to have something on the bottom of your feet, but you lack the financial resources, or you know, if you're at the cottage or something, and then you just need the nearest available thing to put on your feet to, I don't know, go to the bathroom outside or something, you might put 
you know, flip-flops on because they're very easy to, to slip on. And you kind of don't care if you get dookie on them because they're cheap, right? Well, that's true. So, now, one thing, yeah. Bo, is now to discredit both of your opinions, um, <laughs> you're, you are not a beach guy. Uh, we talked about, about morning and night person. I'm a morning Bo, person. You're not a beach guy. <laughs> the only beaches you might go to around are around Ottawa, which is not a beach city. Um, you don't regularly go down south and you don't generally hang out on the beach. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike is, some, is somewhat a beach guy. He's also prone to lots of sensitivities. So I can understand where he's coming from a little more. Um, my, my thing was, I saw my dad wearing flip-flops growing up all the time. And we would go to like Sandbanks, uh, Florida. We went to Fiji one time. And when you were when you were on the beach, it was just like it is it, it is easy uh, the easiest thing. It's like you need to go somewhere. You want to go into the the bathroom that has a tile floor that's probably disgusting. You don't want to spend a bunch of time putting on shoes. Um, you're coming off the beach, so you just you know flip on the old flip flops. Now I understand because when I first wore them, they weren't particularly comfortable. You're either a flip flop person or you're not a flip flop person. Either they're gonna fit, and you're gonna be like, "Wow, where have these things been my whole life?" They're like instant shoes I can put on, or you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, I feel so invasive, like someone's flossing my toes." Oh, and and I understand both points. I just happen to fall on the former, awesomely convenient, associated with good times on the beach. Uh, flip flops seem like the 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 footwear of positivity to me. I find like the beach part is like if you have you know this the type of sensitive toes that I do, where the skin is easily sens- sensitized, so sensitive, so that you when you go to the beach and you have your wet feet and you have sand and then you put your flip flops on. Now all of a sudden the flossing between your toes becomes sandpaper flossing, which is <laughs> even more uncomfortable and painful. And I'm like, oh god! So I try to just leave them off or go rinse my feet and try to put the flip flops on, wash them. It just it's it's not that convenient. I mean, I'm definitely more the t- other type of sandal, um, but in terms. In terms of like you guys were talking about the or someone mentioned the cheapest form of footwear and uh, I must say having traveled uh, a little bit in sort of um, third world countries <laughs> for lack of a better term, poor countries, say Indonesia and Cambodia and Philippines, uh, flip-flops are the footwear of choice uh, again probably because of oh, the fact – that's interesting. Oh, I, because they're cheap, right? For like a dollar, you can buy a pair of flip-flops. And so everyone's wearing flip-flops because everyone's poor and they're, I guess, an easily mass-produced, very oh. cheap footwear. And to the point where – so I have the, this <laughs> sort of outlines how often they're used. So I was in this one place in the Philippines, beautiful area uh, on this province called Palawan, which has all these like towering kind of l- l- jagged limestone cliffs. And they're like sharp, sandpapery rock. And there was this like a big spire of rock behind this little town I was in. And I and I hired like some local guide to that you could hike up. The, and this is almost like a cliff. Like it's very hard to get up. So you hired like a little guide or a guide to take you up. And the guide was this girl who, no kidding, was like 
four feet tall. She was extremely short, probably weighed 70 pounds and was like, okay, I'll show you the way. And it's like almost rock climbing up this like jaggedy rock. This And she wore flip-flops the whole way. And I had like hiking shoes on and it was a difficult climb. And I'm like, well, I was impressed that she got the, just the flip-flops. And it's like anyone from the West would be like, you can't do that with flip-flop. You're insane. But there they, <laughs> but there they managed, she managed to do it. And people just, you know, it's, it's the footwear of choice. But was it like a... A cheap uh, pair of flip flops, or were they, you know, made of? I don't know. They're so. all they're all cheap. <laughs> what are not cheap? Flip- well, is there such I, a thing as a high of, class, I, there, expensive quality flip flop? You can get like a twenty dollar pair of flip flops. Yeah, but that that's are BS. Like, it still costs like twenty five cents to make that flip flop. You just got no, 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 no. I'm talking sold about out like, with marketing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I but guess. Are, but aren't there? Like, isn't flip flop derivative of a, of a sandal type? Like, I mean, these things have been around like. This kind of like very open footwell. I guess like sandals have been around since like the dawn of you know humankind, right? Like, or at least in various civilizations. Like, I'm thinking of like Romans, right, with the togas and the the footwear. Like, there must have been like cheap versions of sandals all throughout history, and so like. I was wondering when our flip-flop conversation was going to spiral into the Roman Empire. Let's go, Mo. <laughs> well, I don't know much about it. Just that, you know, I, like, I'm like i thinking <laughs> of like, like... I'm just making up history. No, I'm thinking of like the Hercules cartoon I used to watch when I was a kid or whatever. Well, like, but those are sandals, But what I'm saying is that flip... Like, like as a convenient wear, I have to imagine they've been around for a long time. And that, you know, I think if you're acclimatized to certain types of footwear, then maybe it's, you know... You don't notice it, right? Like in the case where uh, the hike didn't seem to bother this person, even though you'd be crying about your your sensitive toes. Well, well Mike, also the, the the fact there is that they didn't have a, another option. It's not like they choose like, oh, I could buy flip flops for a dollar, or I can spend eighty dollars on expensive hiking boots. And they're like, well, okay, have one dollar, and they don't have eighty dollars, <laughs> so I guess I'll choose the flip flops. I think that's sort of how it works. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, which is great. Which is great that there is an option, and they're not just totally screwed. Uh, on the other hand, like it's funny because starting this conversation, I had never, never even considered that angle. The the angle of like, like a lot of these poor third world countries. Um, are are actually uh, in tropical climates, right? Um, and, and so it makes sense for for flip flops much of the time. Maybe not in climbing up a mountain, but uh, much of the time. But that's not ever anything I give any thought about. I just think about it in our sort of you know North American uh, kind of lives. And really, what's funny to me is. Um, is how they are kind of associated. They're be they're, they are beach culture sort of attire, but they're also associated with like Bo, Bo mentioned earlier. If you were doing kind of like a a, a drawing of or a, a composite image of somebody of, who is maybe you know lower income, kind of uh, let's just say that flip flops. When somebody's wearing flip flops, often that. Maybe paired with like a big Hawaiian shirt or something, and and as it is seen as some sort of marker of of class, and people will look down on the flip flop wearing fool. Uh, I don't personally agree with that as somebody who quite enjoys wearing flip flops, but but uh, we're in our society where we have the choice of wearing uh, any sort of food, uh, footwear we want to. I feel like um, the, the sandals wearing among us or fancy foot wearing among us are looking down at the flip floppians. I think that in in our culture, the flip flop, I at least associate it 
with um, well, <laughs> almost all women seem to wear flip flops. Oh, uh, no, but and then beyond that, so on the but on the male end of it, I find it's 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 the. And that wasn't. Why is that? You came off as if I made some big <laughs> insult against women. It's not. It's just. I notice a lot of women wear flip flops. It's not a. It's not a judgment. It's well, just. They're it's more likely to wear. wear sandals than men, for sure. I also say a lot. A lot more women wear high heels than men, and that's not also. Whoa, Bo! Like, <laughs> I know. Geez, my misogyny. I got to get it in line. Oh, okay, Check okay. your privilege. And the but the guys that notice to wear flip flops are, I feel like like, and I and I may be generalizing, or it may just be my. Uh, impression from being at the beach is it's often the like frat boy sort of prep douchebag <laughs> wears a, a lot of I, I, didn't mean like to out, I didn't mean to out you Crofton but uh, uh, <laughs> I, I picture like board shorts flip flops sort of like a chin strap beard and a gold chain kind of walking around on the beach with flip flops see it is it is funny because I wear foot I, I definitely wear foot gear based on practicality sometimes cheapness and kind of what's more more comfortable but i am very much aware mr birkenstocks that some people choose fit gear maybe because it fits with their image a little better and uh and flip-flops is is perhaps one that i just choose because i find is very comfortable and not because i'm a a a a jock wearing uh gold chains or whatever i i I wouldn't disagree that some of them wear the flip-flops but i wouldn't definitely paint in broad strokes i think that Uh, i think that any traditionally any kind of sandal or any kind of frilly footwear has a cultural currency of of communicating leisure to other people you know as opposed to I don't know, like I come from a type of family, like my, my the men in my family would, you know, you don't wear that kind of stuff. You wear uh, uh, work boots, you know, you wear practical shoes. But On the beach? Well, you would just go barefoot. I mean, what do you need? What kind of sissy are you? You need to wear like something on your foot to, to walk to the beach. Like the, there, there's a sense that, um, and it, it, like I would wear flip-flops if it was convenient or whatever, but there's a sense that... Um, just the act of saying, well, what's a comfortable type of footwear for this kind of narrow situation where I occasionally visit the beach um, is a privilege because we just talked about people who who are screwed, whose only choice in footwear is flip-flop. And if your life situation is that your only choice in footwear is a flip-flop, that's a bad life situation. But if you have the ability to be like, hmm, which of my five different pairs of shoes will I use in this particular situation? That That is privilege. And to me, a flip-flop is not the... If you only had to choose one pair of shoes, um, a, even if two, you would not choose flip-flop as one of those options. So um, they may be really cheap, but at the same token, like shoes and their ilk, so sandals and all that kind of stuff, I think are really at least to some perceived as, as, as like a leisure class kind of, um, you know, privilege kind of selection. And, and in Mike's case, definitely communicates that sort of douchey privilege, which may or may not be the case, but um, I think there's merit to what he had to say. Uh, all right. I don't. Um, <laughs> making generalizations about footwear, being like, oh, this type of person wears it. I don't, I don't think it's like, it's like uh, shoes that are marketed only to one sex in the case of, high heels that are obviously flip you know uh flip flops are marketed to both sexes there's male flip flops and female style flip flops but i i totally uh, while i agree that like 
sandals, flip-flops, all that sort of stuff are a leisure class footwear. Um, much in the same way a convertible would only be driven in the summer. Uh, it, it's definitely one of these situations where there are tons of places uh, where snowbirds and everybody goes during the winter that are close to a beach, um, but also like little towns. So my, my mom winters in one. Yes, it's a, it's a privilege for sure. doesn't change the fact that flip-flops are uh, her chosen footwear for like walking on cobblestone streets to the beach and then back into a bathroom and then back to her house or whatever. Quick to put on. Uh, comfortable for her. And I definitely agree with what Mike was saying about like, there are some people that, that are really sensitive between the toes and for whatever reason can't wear them. It, you, you, you get used to it after a while and then it's like just super convenient and comfortable. But at the beginning, I can agree. It feels, it feels sort of strange. I think you got to build up that <clears throat> callus and I just yeah. can't uh, get but, through that stage. But what I will say is that so I'm a, I'm a big fan of <clears throat> walking around in bare feet, you know, at the beach in the summertime, that kind of thing. Filthy feet. I, you know, uh, I, I kind of like that. But, you know, obviously I have cut my foot on things before. You step on a rock or a sharp thing or a piece of glass. That's, you know, so, but I but I love the bare feet. And I will say that flip-flops is the, are the closest thing to not wearing footwear yet is still footwear. So I feel like if what your aim is to be like, it's it's a summer, it's hot, I want to I want to have my foot exposed, maximum aeration, it is it is like minimalist footwear. And uh and and I think it's it's hard to like uh if 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 what your aim is just like being almost barefoot, it's hard to beat the flip-flop. It's true. It is hard to beat the flip-flop. I agree with that and I think I'm already ready to roll into my verdict. I don't think there's much to beat around the bush. Do you guys have anything else to add with regards to the flip-flop? I I will add yeah. someone <laughs> I heard this thing um because flip-flops uh, are so ubiquitous in a lot of poor equatorial sort of countries, and when I say ubiquitous, I really mean that like everyone is wearing flip-flops. I've heard that there's been issues sometimes with um, uh, in Canada where you have uh, immigrants who show up who have, uh, for whatever reason, have decided to come to this country and don't have a full sense of what winter is. So I heard, I think it was on the radio, they were talking about it, where why uh, uh, I think they're called settlement uh, agents. Agencies, which are like NGOs or government-funded groups that help uh, immigrants kind of get accustomed. And they say it's literally people getting here, it's winter, and they're in flip-flops and bare feet, and it's minus 15 degrees Celsius outside or something. People are like, you need to get some non-flip-flops because it's just assumed like, well, that's what I wear on my feet. But uh, totally not practical for most of the year in this country anyways. But, but flip-flops can't also be good for your, your back, like long-term use of it. can't. I can't imagine this is good footwear. Like you'd you'd be better served um, going barefoot in terms of like your back support and stuff. Like, aren't they? Yeah, and like arch support and yeah. like just support in general. Yeah, no, I don't think I think a flip flop is not considered to be like a robust uh, f- piece of footwear. It's the again the minimalist footwear. But I, as Coffin said, I think I'm just about ready for a verdict yeah. here. Um, well, because I was also going to say too, and I'm not sure. I don't know the history of foot fashion, but. Um, I do like notice throughout my lifetime, like um, my grandmother has this like thing with her toes where like the middle one sits on top of the rest. Have you guys ever heard of this? Like, and it's from wearing like, because like, I think fashion at one point, like in, in women's shoes specifically, it would be, you know, their toes were cramped in the kind of shoes that they wear. Like if you think of 80s, like heels that they might wear. And like, if you look at a lot of women's shoes nowadays, they're a lot less 
like the the toes they're a lot less like there's more room for them so that the there, there's less of these issues and a lot there's a lot of more like open toe type of shoes that are wearable you know i want to say that they're like influenced by things like flip-flops and sandals that you know you can wear in in a in a public environment or in just different environments that are influenced by sandals. And I don't know if flip somehow flip flops influence this, then, you know, that's, that's probably a pretty cool thing. Um, I feel like outdoor wear has just generally, I think just generally, I mean, as much as they are common, uh, and uh, this is just to come back again to the fact that they are associated with leisure. Because leisure. I was just thinking about – you were talking about foot, footwear. And I, I was thinking about the uh, – if you wear flip-flops to work, say you work in an office and it's like flop Friday. So then you'll see like um, uh, the, 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 the director or something you know, with his flip-flops or her flip-flops on – uh, Friday, you know, casual Friday, and and it's funny how it can it can make someone who otherwise is perceived as a total professional appear as a complete slacker. It, it has that effect of sort of of just transforming you into like this person has no ambition and it communicates just sort of, into a privileged kind of relaxed thing. Just loafing, loafing around all day, no yeah. drive. The flip flop is for sure the, the footwear that makes you look the most like a slacker. Although, as as an occupational health and safety person, I would say that um, where Wearing open toe shoes in most environments is is probably not a good idea, considering you could get hurt. Um, uh, also, uh, I do agree though. Like the flip, one of the benefits of flip flops is is their absolute convenience, ease of putting on, ease of taking off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, ch- cheap cheapness, yeah. comfort, everything. Yeah, leisure suit, a leisure uh, sh- shoe. So you're wearing a leisure shoe, uh, and it, but to the most extreme, like they're designed for beach culture and that sort of thing. So you're wearing that in the office place. It's sort of contextualized as well. It's like if you're wearing, uh, I don't know, like business shoes on the beach, you look a certain way. If you're wearing flip-flops in the office, you look a certain way, casual Friday or not. So I, I definitely think it's taking something out of context. Though I do agree with Mike that it is really like like when you see guys like the dude on the Big Lebowski, you know, my guess is he would be a huge proponent of the flipping and the flopping, right? Yeah, man. Like it's just, it just wants to be comfortable, you know? It's true. So as we're going to – roll into talk of comfort, I'm going to want to roll into my verdict. Can we uh, yank out said gavel? Drop and- the gavel. All right. There is the verdict of verdictizing. I mean, the gavel of verdictizing. Um. Okay. So let's, you know, flip-flops are, the world would not stop turning if flip-flops disappeared tomorrow, but flip-flops do exist. I, I left this podcast with something I had not considered before from Mike, which is that, that, that they are the most of affordable footwear and therefore um, heavily used in, in developing countries or countries that where people don't have as much money. So that's a positive. It provides something to uh, like it provides an avenue um, that can be used uh, by people in those countries. Um, it, number two, it is comfortable. Uh, for a certain section of the population, not everyone, but a good section of the population find flip-flops really comfortable. Number three, they're cheap, which is great for everyone. Um, number four, fairly simple. doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how to put on a flip-flop or take one off. I've had different sorts of boots where it takes me like 10 minutes to put them on. Flip-flops, obviously, not going to be like that. So 
all those things, they're malleable. They they can go – you can walk on, you know, all sorts of different surfaces. Um, they'll dry out quick if you get them wet, whatever. There's just a lot of positives associated to flip-flops for me. And while I realize it's not a game-changing thing and it's easily something that I could potentially label bullshit just due to its lack of overall importance in the world, I like flip-flops personally i think there's a lot of positives associated to them and for that reason i am going to say that the flipping and the flopping is good good um i'll go next uh this is one of these sometimes you know I, i like that on this show we span the gamut of topics and occasionally a topic comes up where I'm like, why are we talking about this? And uh, <clears throat> that's my view of flip-flops. So I'll just go ahead and say flip-flops are bullshit. Because, I mean, come on. It's like the stupidest form of footwear. <laughs> Who cares about flip-flops? I'm just like, I'm like yeah, they're, I mean, I, they have their place. Uh, really, they're not practical for a lot of things. They are practical for some things. It's sort of like a matter of choice in this country. Yes, they're cheap, uh, but cheap has two meanings. One is affordable. One is that they're pieces of garbage generally, and I find that that's true of flip-flops. Uh, so, yeah, they're just bullshit, <laughs> but uh, it was fun to chat about them. Yeah, I I, I think I, I lean more on, on Mike's side. Um, I think it's a it's a decent topic, however, with the exception of that. And um, to me, I view flip-flops as the fast food of the shoe world in that, I don't know, we talked a lot about the third world, and I'm like, I feel like if they had a better option for footwear, they'd probably wear it. I mean, they probably don't want to wear steel toe boots or anything like that, but I've worn flip-flops enough times, and they fall off your feet constantly, and they, they don't do anything for your support. Like, they're they're pretty much like the hamburger at McDonald's. Like, not the Big Mac, the hamburger, like the, the shittiest fast food menu item that you can order. Um, so I think that we, sh- you know, they might be convenient for a quick trip to the outhouse or to the beach or to wherever, um, but I don't think they should be like promoted as like they arguably they just like McDonald's hamburgers shouldn't be called beef because they might not have beef in it. I don't think flip flops should be referred to as footwear or shoes. So I'm gonna say that flip flops are bad. <laughs> Down with the flip flop oppression. There's there's no there there's no gray with Bo. <laughs> like, no, I, I, there is that. there is gray with Bo. But Bo, if there's one thing Bo likes, it's having a full spread on verdicts. He loves it, and so when when you have a locale topic like flip flops, that is for sure. And 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 the two first verdicts are on the table. You know, Bo's going last. It's going with the third <laughs> verdict. I had called it before it even came out. Here's the thing, though, is that he's not going to convince anyone with his hatred of developing countries that flip-flops are bad they are good they're obviously used by all these people well, you we, guys we, are we can't convince the world that global warming is an issue how am i going to convince them that flip-flops are stupid i mean this is a... <laughs> it, it is funny though it did come out of like you didn't you were talking about you know sort of a lot of high level stuff with regards to flip flops to come down so adamantly is bad it caught me a bit off guard. Well, I must say, I, I like. I think about like I don't have them. I, I don't buy them when I see them in the store. I you know they're 
they're like I don't think they're gonna hurt hurt one the thing, world, but I, I just I'm not cool with them, you know. One thing that we didn't actually touch on was has anyone ever tried to run in flip flops? Yeah, yeah, right all the time. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> right there, you can say, yeah, these are crap. This is crappy footwear. Um, but yeah, they're for loafing around. Anyways, I think we've said what there is to say about. Um, I could about, talk about flip flops all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good way to start the morning. But uh, I think I think we can pretty much wrap it up there. And if you have uh, anything to add to this deep conversation about <laughs> flip flops, you can certainly get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. You can email at us email us at goodbadbull at gmail.com. and you can find us on uh, the Twitter and the Facebook. Best way to do that is through our website, goodbadbull.com. Did I say our email was goodbadbull at gmail.com? I you did. Correct myself. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you can find everything on the website. Uh, listen to our podcast there. Check it out. There's, uh, it's, uh, it's sort of the portal to which all good, bad, bullshit things spew from. <laughs> and uh, if, uh, if anyone wants to uh, follow the, uh, the continued dialogue about this, uh, Crofton, where can uh, the listeners find out about what you're doing? They can uh, find me tweeting from the beach in my sweet flip-flops at Crofton Steers on Twitter. From the beach. And you, Bo? Uh, you can find me at Bo Schwartz. Do you, I wonder if you have to, like, when you, you have to sing it, yeah. Twitter, you have to, like, use, like, a little musical note icon. Yeah. Uh, and you can find my non-existent tweets at ML Hodgins. So, yeah, I think that's about it for today. Yeah, uh, it's funny, Bo, because I never really thought about this, but uh, you don't. How many beaches have you like? Uh, you've been to beaches, I guess, just in Canada. Have you ever been to any like tropical beaches? No, I've never. The only reason I've left Canada was to go to Boston. I didn't go to the beach in Boston. It's a beautiful morning, it's a beautiful day.